Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. In today's episode, we're gonna be touching on a bit of a touchy subject. It may be one that you've experienced by being on the receiving end of this, or maybe even you have been guilty of this or both. You know, it's so easy for us to get lost in relationships, whether it's the idea of being in a relationship or whether it's being so consumed by our relationship that we lose sight of reality. Before I get further into the topic, I wanna share my own experience with this. I wouldn't say I've been the kind of person to get lost in my relationship. I think that was something I was very conscious of and I've always tried to avoid doing. Any of my friends or people that know me personally, if you feel like that hasn't been the case, then do let me know. But from my own perspective, I don't think I have been that kind of person that when I got into a relationship, I had no time for anyone. I've been very conscious of that because I have experienced that where I've had friends where when they have a man, they ain't got time for nobody. And I've always hated being on the receiving end of that, but something that I'm definitely guilty of, there was a time in my single life before I got married where I was very much obsessed with the idea of being in a relationship and getting married. That's always been a desire and something that I've wanted from a young age. I always wanted to get married and I wanted to get married young. That was my ideal. That was my goal. And there was definitely a period in my single journey where I was very much obsessed with finding my husband. And (laughs) I can speak freely and I could be open and honest with you guys about it now. But at the time, I don't think I was really honest enough with myself until I kind of realized that, girl, you know, you, you need to calm down because you're doing too much. But I'll explain a little bit more. So yeah, there was definitely a period, I don't know exactly what year it was, but it was definitely before I started dating my husband where it was almost like, Every eligible bachelor that was a suitable candidate that ticked the boxes that I wanted, in my head, I would be wondering, "Mm, is this my husband? Mm, Is it? You know, and it was something that I was going back and forth with God about different people that I thought would have been a good match, would have been compatible with me. That was definitely something that was important to me that we would have compatibility. It wasn't just a case of any guy that I'd talk to, I think, is this my husband? But those that kind of exhibited those characteristics that I was looking for, or I felt that we were compatible in some ways and I thought they were attractive, I would then think, oh, is that my husband? And it was something that for a good couple of months, it was driving me crazy because I'll be going through this kind of thought pattern in my mind when I'll be talking to certain people and I'll be thinking, oh, is this my husband? Or, but maybe he's not because of this or that. And (laughs) for a while, I was really driving myself crazy with this. And it got to a point where I was just like, God, I can't do this no more. This is too much. This is doing, this is just too much for me and I can't go on in this way. It's just not healthy. And I recognize that for myself, like this isn't healthy. I can't keep putting myself through this torture of wondering if all these eligible batches are my husband, like God, you're gonna need to show me this and you're gonna need to help me through this period. And I think sometimes for many women that are single, and I'm sure it's not just women, maybe there are men that you have gone through the same thing. When you have been at a stage where you are looking for your wife or you are looking for a serious relationship and you're probably, maybe you went through that too. I think it's a phase and an experience that not many of us are really honest about with other people. Maybe you are with close friends, but sometimes it can be quite difficult to admit that. You know, for me at the time, it would have been hard for me to admit to my friends like, oh, you know, I've been going through this. I've been like struggling with thinking that this person and that person's my husband. I've been going through this emotional roller coaster. Admitting that and also putting it into words would have been very difficult for me back then. But now looking back at it and really just being honest, 
honest because one of the things that I really want to bring to this podcast is honesty and transparency because I think sometimes in our day-to-day lives these are things that are missing and there's so much that we can learn from each other's experiences even from those experiences that might be quite embarrassing for us we may feel ashamed of we may regret in some way but I really do believe that we can learn so much from each other's experiences hence the name the pearls and perils because I want us to learn from each other's pearls and each other's perils you know those difficult moments those embarrassing moments perhaps those things that we wish never happened and this was definitely one of those embarrassing moments for me and I want to share that because I do think that other people are going through this too and it can be quite difficult to admit and I think especially for those that are in certain communities maybe the black community or you're a Christian or you're in a environment where getting married or being in a relationship is something that is highly desired is something that there is a pressure to achieve by a certain age it can be really really difficult to navigate this season of your life when you are single and there's this Im- immense pressure whether it's from other people or from yourself and your own desires and your and you know the goals that we set for ourselves when you find that that's not happening when you find that things are not developing in the way that you thought would happen. Whether it's you thinking that by a certain age you would have been in a relationship or had children by then or been married by then or achieved this or that by then. It can be so difficult when you are at that stage in your life where you haven't met that goal yet. And it can be quite difficult when you are at that stage in your life where you anticipated that you would be somewhere else, but then you're not. And then you're reminded by whether it's other people or even just yourself, like, oh, I'm not there yet. And that's where those anxieties can come from. Because like I said to you earlier, I wanted to get married at a young age. And, you know, I was getting older and it kind of felt like, hello, this is not happening. How is this going to happen? Where am I going to meet my husband? Do I already know him? But I really had to just, for me, put those anxieties to God and be like, God, you know what? I've been trying to do this on my own. I've been doing my husband search on my own and it's just not working for me. (laughs) So God, I'm going to give it to you. And I definitely had my moment of just being real with God and being like, God, this is, this is my anxieties. This is what I'm feeling. This is what I want. And God, I want you to guide me to it. Because one of my biggest fears was marrying the wrong person or marrying someone that would just not be suitable for me. Marrying someone that I would later regret marrying, that was definitely one of my biggest fears. Getting divorced was one of my biggest fears as well. Or also just being in a marriage that I was very unhappy in. That for me was something I didn't want for myself. So if that meant waiting a little bit longer, I was willing to do that. And so I just had to be open and honest with God. And that really, really helped me to kind of relieve that pressure that I was feeling. To be honest, nobody was putting the pressure on myself but me and my own desires and and vision boards. (laughs) But doing that helped me to relieve that pressure from myself and also to get realistic because one thing I want to emphasize is the fact that not every single guy or girl or woman or man that you meet that may have certain compatibilities with you is going to be your future husband or wife that's not the case and maybe for you that person takes all your boxes but perhaps for them you don't take theirs And I think that's one thing we have to get realistic about because we can really drive ourselves crazy when all our sole focus is finding a husband or wife. The moment that I stopped obsessing over getting married and finding my life partner and I just started to focus on living my life, building myself, having fun, that's when things started falling in place. I think sometimes when we're so obsessed with being in a relationship or we get overly consumed with the relationship that we're in, we miss out on living, we miss out on life. When your sole focus is on what you don't have, you really do lose sight of what you have. And in my single journey, there's definitely times where I was doing that. 
But the moment that I stopped and I allowed myself, do you know what? Okay, I'm not in a relationship yet. I haven't met my life partner yet to my knowledge. I actually had met him, but I just didn't know at the time. But the moment that I started focusing on living, on enjoying what I had and the stage of life that I was in, that's when things started to fall in place. That's when things started to shift. And it's so crazy now when I look back at it and I think to myself, there were so many times when I was single that I didn't truly enjoy that period of my life. I didn't truly experience things that I could have. I could have had I just been focused on enjoying that moment that I was in. Sometimes we're so focused on the next stage, on what we don't have, that we miss out on those opportunities to enjoy the stage of life that we're in. So that's one thing I really want to encourage you and remind you, because it's so easy for us to do the opposite of that. Naturally, that's just in our nature, I think, as humans, to want more, to to desire for what we don't have. Just segueing a little bit from that slightly, on the other hand of that experience, there are people that when they're in a relationship, they're all in and they have no time for anything or anyone else. And if you've ever experienced, you know how frustrating that can be when you are on the receiving end of that. But sometimes when you are the person that is experiencing that and you're the the guilty party, it can be quite easy to not even realize you're doing that. I don't think anyone sets out with thinking, oh, I'm in a relationship now, forget everyone else, forget everything else, I'm just gonna focus on my relationship. I don't think it's always a conscious thing that we do, but it is something that sometimes can happen and it can be quite unhealthy. Because what tends to happen then is that the friendship dynamics that person has starts to break down, it starts to get strained, you know, lots of frustrations start to build up on both sides and sometimes you might not necessarily realise why. And often sometimes the person that is the one that is all in the relationship and all consumed with it and has no time for anything and anyone else, sometimes what then tends to happen is that they only make an effort with those other relationships when they're in need or when they're having issues in their relationship and being the person on the receiving end of that, that can be frustrating because people aren't dumb, you know, they can tell. And especially if you're coming now with the sad story or sharing what you're experiencing, it can kind of feel like, oh, okay, so you're only reaching out because things aren't going so well for you. And it can feel frustrating, it can feel like you're being used. And I think this is where having those open and honest conversations with your friends or with your family or whomever it is that you may be experiencing this with is important. So what I want to also go through is just a couple of signs or things that might show that you are getting lost in your relationship. I don't think it's something that when it does happen, we're always conscious of, but it is something that we need to be aware of. I think having healthy boundaries when we are in relationships with those around us is important. Yes, it's great and it's beautiful to be in a romantic relationship, to have that partnership with someone else. But it's also beautiful as well to have relationships outside of that, to have your friends and your family and the other people that you have connections with. I think that is also important. I think it's very unhealthy to just be completely 100%. I'm all into my relationship and I've got 0% of energy and time and capacity for anything and anyone else. I just think it's a very unhealthy dynamic. And most people that are in these situations, they never tend to end well. I think one of the first things that happens when we are totally consumed in a relationship in a very unhealthy way is that we start to lose sense of our own individual identity. Everything is about the relationship. Everything is about the partner. That's the main priority and nothing else matters. And it's so dangerous because what tends to happen is, especially if you are losing a sense of your own self and your own individual identity, is that you can start over-compromising on things that 
perhaps were quite important for you, whether it was morally or ethically, and everything is just about pleasing your partner, but not in a healthy sense, because that is a good thing to please your partner and to have their interests at heart, but when it becomes over-compromising to the sense that it's to your own detriment, that it's to the detriment of your own soul and your own well-being and your own peace. And it's more of a sense of anxiety of whether it's to keep the relationship or to keep the person, or we don't wanna rock the boat, or if you are someone that tends to be a people pleaser, but to an unhealthy extent, this can be something that you find yourself doing where you are overcompromising, whether it is in your relationship or even your relationship with your family or your friends or other people. So I think that's something to be very careful of. Am I overcompromising? Is this at an unhealthy level? And it's slowly to my detriment. I'm feeling drained. I'm feeling excessive levels of anxiety about my relationship, about losing that person or keep making them happy or I don't want to upset them. I don't want to lose them. I think those are some things to think about. I think also another indication can be where other areas of your life starts declining. I think we all go for a stage when you've just met someone and you really like them and you're very infatuated with them where you're so focused on that. You know, you're having those late night phone calls. Maybe you're waking up late or you're waking up early with minimal sleep and you're tired and maybe you're studying, you know, that kind of affects your studying a little bit or even at work, your performance drops a little bit. We all kind of go through that obsessive period But there is a time when you kind of need to get in touch with reality. And I think that's where it can get unhealthy. Like if you're seeing that other areas of your life are declining since you're now in this relationship with this person, or you find yourself underperforming due to an imbalance in how you're managing your time and your life, then I think that's something to be conscious of. Something that I've been thinking about lately as I've been reflecting on my own life is that When we're in a healthy relationship, a relationship that we're valued by our partner, we value them. There's a mutual sense of respect and love. We thrive, we thrive in those relationships. You'll start to see naturally that other areas of your life are improving since you've been in that relationship. Like one of the things I can definitely see for myself is that since being with my husband, I have developed so much as a person. I've always been a very driven person and you know, very ambitious, but I've seen that it's just taking me to another level. Like having in my life and having a supportive partner, there are times naturally where we do feel insecure, where we do feel like, "Mm, but can I really do it? Are my dreams too big? But having someone that gasses you up, that believes in your dream as much as you do, and having someone that encourages you to, to be better and to go after the things that you believe in is so encouraging and it's so, it's such a beautiful thing to experience. And this is one of those things that I truly do wish for everyone else. I I wish for you to be with someone that loves you, that cherishes you, that makes you feel safe, that values you as much as you value them. Because sometimes we can find ourselves in very imbalanced relationships and relationships where we're not valued, where we're taken advantage of. But being in a relationship to the contrary of that, where you are valued, where you are loved and that person encourages you and they believe in you, it's honestly such a beautiful thing to experience. And like I said, you will start seeing other areas of your life thriving as a result of this. You may even find that financially you're better off since being in that relationship because now you have a sense of being more responsible because you have someone that, you know, you need to be a little bit accountable to. It cannot help you with managing some of those habits that you had. Having someone that adds to you or maybe they have qualities that you don't have that you can learn from is such a beautiful thing. So before I get into how we can avoid this and some of the practical things that we can do, 
I want to remind you, so I created a Mr. Mrs. questionnaire. So just a questionnaire where you guys can share with me topics that you'd like me to cover on this series and any questions that you have or things that you think would be a good idea for me to speak about with my guests or on a solo episode. The survey literally will take you two minutes. I promise it's not going to take you long. The link to the survey is in the show notes. So please do click, fill it up and it will be greatly appreciated. So how can we avoid this? How can we avoid getting lost in relationships or being completely obsessed with the idea of being in a relationship? I think one of the first thing to do and to work on, should I say, because we're always gonna be a work in progress, is working on maintaining friendships and hobbies outside of your relationship. That's one of the things that me and my husband has done. I've got my hobbies, he's got his hobbies. Not all of your hobbies needs to be together. You don't need to do everything (laughs) together. And I think naturally, especially when we first got married, we, we wanted to do everything together. But I think with time and maturity, like one of the things my husband has been really into at the moment is badminton. And he really, really wants me to do it with him. And it's like, I will do it with you baby sometimes, but that's not my thing. That's not my interest. And so I really encourage him to, you know, why don't you look online for badminton places and, and just do it. It's something that you want to do. So go ahead and do it. And he's been doing it. He has, and he's enjoying it. But I do think it's good for us as a couple to have things that we do on our own, to have things that we do with other people, that it doesn't always have to be the two of us together. I think it's healthy to have friendships outside of your relationship. Of course, healthy ones. I'm not saying, you know, friendships are the same sex where you spend in too much time together. No, of course, in balance and in a healthy way. But I do think it's definitely good to maintain hobbies and to have things that you do on your own. Having individual one-to-one time is also important because there are different seasons in your life where you're not going to have much of that. Let's say when you have children or other responsibilities. So yeah, that's definitely one thing that you can do to work on avoiding that. Another thing is not making your partner your God, not making them your everything. And that also kind of ties in with what I just said about having relationships outside of that, your friendships, your family, you know, things that you do, your own hobbies, your own personality, that's important too. Having your individuality is also important as well. And not making your partner an idol, it can be very easy to do when you are in that obsessive and infatuated stage, but it's very unhealthy to do that. No one is perfect. And making that person your idol, making them your everything, like, oh, they gotta be my best friend, my confidant, my idol, my this, my that, all of these things, it never ends well. So I think it's definitely good to have a healthy balance with that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't prioritize your partner or see them in a positive life. Of course you should, and, and that's a natural feeling, but making them your everything can be quite dangerous. And I also think that working on creating and maintaining healthy boundaries and expectations of what your relationship should look like is something that you can do to avoid yourself getting lost in relationships. So whether it's going to be, you know, allowing yourselves to have some one-to-one time, even if, if let's say you live together and you're married, you know, having an hour to yourself to do what you want to do, creating those boundaries and just being very clear about what that's going to look like for you. I think sometimes one of the things that we can find difficult to navigate in relationships is those differences we have. Your expectations of what healthy looks like may be completely different to your partner. Your expectations and your boundaries may look different to what theirs are. So actually opening up the conversation to that of what do you think are some healthy boundaries that we can 
creating our relationship, when it comes to our friendships, when it comes to our hobbies or our interests, what do you think that could be? And having those discussions, because quite often, what do we do? We assume. If we don't discuss something, we make assumptions about it. (laughs) You know, because there can even be times where we do discuss things and we make assumptions, let alone when we don't have those discussions, those open conversations about certain topics. So that's definitely something I think will be a good place to start but also working towards having a healthy balance. Prioritizing your relationship when you are in one is important, but creating and working towards a healthy balance. And I know you may say, oh, PK, it's easier said than done because I have very limited time. I know that adulting is so busy. Oh my gosh. I'm finding whenever I'm, I'm catching up with friends, I'm having to book a month in advance. It's difficult, but making the effort, is so important. We're all, we've all got busy schedules. We've all got things going on. We've all got our responsibilities, but working towards a a healthy medium of, you know, balancing your relationship, but also making time for those other relationships in your life are also important too. I want to know, can you relate to any of the things that I discussed in today's episode? Have you been the person that's been so lost in your relationship that you lost sight of your reality and maybe it caused a strain on other relationships that you had or you found that you were declining in other areas of your life I want to know let me know so if you check out the show notes of this episode you'll be able to see all the different ways that you can contact me that you can get in touch I would love to know your thoughts and your experience with this episode if you enjoyed it and you're listening on a podcast platform that allows you to like the episode or even share it then please do so so other people can listen to it I mean if you enjoyed it chances are your friends and your family will also enjoy it too well thank you for listening to this episode have a great rest of your week and i'll catch you next week and guys or side note can you believe the next episode is basically going to be out in december the year is coming to a very very quick end and just a little side note also black friday is coming up all the all the cybers and the cyber mondays and all those things are coming up But guys, shop wisely. That's all I'll say. If you're going to shop, shop wisely. Don't get caught up in all the hype of, oh, discount this, discount that. Because sometimes, guys, the things on discount are the things that nobody really wants. And they want to get rid of that stock. So if you are intending on shopping on Black Friday or Cyber Monday, what I would suggest is make yourself a list. Set a budget of what you can afford and really try to stick to that. Have a great rest of your week and I'll catch you in the next episode.